0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the number one hit podcast in America, (laughs) Dynamic Banter,
1: and that's from directly from the Census Report 2020.
0: That's right, and we all know every we're really good at a census in America. If there's anything we're good at, Um, welcome to the show, guys. This is um, what is this November now? We're in November. We we scooched through October. Like there was a a, a a a stove fire, we were running away from it, and uh, and now we're um, in the U.S. We are um, we're dealing with a really pressure heavy, stress heavy, scary, disgusting, awful, sad, depressing week. All right, as Americans. We're, we're struggling right now because we're worried. We're watching out all of our f- black mirrors and we're looking at all of our news outlets and shit. And um, it's really dangerous to, to stay in that realm. And so I'm here fine. to say as, well, th- that's called privilege, I Mike. Think, I, I think we
1: got to speak for ourselves. Here's what I want to say. On
0: this Here's what I want to say. For those of you... That are in the US and feeling the pressures of the election and are terrified of the results, just log off of the internet for as long as you can. You can listen to this podcast. This is the last thing you can do on the internet today. If you're feeling the pressures of what the internet gives to your eye holes, this is what I say I say, don't look at the timelines, stay away from places where people's opinions come in hot like hot cakes. And just like go outside, take a nice walk. Alana and I went outside last night in the nighttime, Mike, and it was wonderful.
1: That's great. That's great to hear. Love to hear about my friends going outside.
0: Love to hear that my friends go outside and get some nature. You love to see it. You love to see it. You love to hear about it. You love to get texted about it. And so my whole <laughs> thing is, is uh, you know, get out to nature if you're feeling the pressures if you're feeling the, you know, the the inner pressure, if it feels like it's too deep, then go outside. Get out
1: to nature and text somebody about it.
0: Go out to nature and get on Twitter.
1: <laughs> Make sure you tell everyone you're in nature and you put your "I natured" sticker on, and you I take natured. a uh, <laughs> you take a selfie in front of a tree so everyone knows that you're outside. I nurtured. <laughs> I nurtured. So,
0: um, but yeah, so I just. Um, you know, I've been de- I've been um, feeling like so many roller a roller coaster of emotions this week, and I'm also feeling like I don't know if it's like allergies or like a pre cold coming on, and they say you can get pregnant from pre cold, Mike, and uh, I just That's feel easy. I feel like not great this week, and uh-huh. um and I'm fe- and you know there's a lot of different reasons why, but social pressures. Political pressures, the fear of decisions being made, but in high places in ways we'll never understand. Those pressures are, I'm feeling them in my, in my, my CB heart. If
1: you'll never understand them, there's no use in worrying about them.
0: Well, I'll never understand the intricacies of it, but I will, I will have to accept the supposed results of said. Work and political shit, but that's the other thing too. It's like I'm seeing a lot of people say things like, "And we don't have to stay in the in the political realm." But I'm just like, you know, it's our podcast. We could talk about how we're feeling, and and uh, I'm currently we're feeling,
1: pivoting to a political podcast. I think that yeah, that is clear that we're done with comedy, and I we'd like to only talk about political political things
0: here banter on is what we'll call the show, and we'll
1: uh, political political. We're changing both of the. <laughs> The two words in the title to the word
0: political. But I heard someone say um, on Twitter, or I saw someone on Twitter say that um, no matter what happens in this election, and people outside of the U.S. are looking at us like, yeesh, what a dumpster fire. Uh, shit's looking crazy uh, from the outside, I'm sure. But I've seen tweets from people that I, I trust and respect, and, um, and they said it's it you know after no matter what happens we're probably just gonna have to like figure we're we're gonna have to get more interested in political things like and, and and i'm not saying like make your life all about it or whatever but there are a lot of issues that um that i'm sure people are just learning about especially when it comes down to like the propositions and things like that and um And I'm sure there's a lot of things that people are like, holy shit, I didn't even know that was going on. And for me personally, it's like this is the most political I've ever been in my life these past like five years, you know, maybe six years or so. And forcefully in the source fed days when they were like, let's have political. Let's let's make these like let's make this kid that didn't graduate high school talk about politics (laughs) and and then make a fart sound. And then people will be like, oh, that's what I want to see. But for me, it's like I wasn't very political, and I didn't really care about politics. And a, a lot of uh, a lot of people are saying that it's due to that as the reason why we are in this quote unquote mess, um, in this divide in this country, and people being, um, uh, you know, brainwashed or whatever you want to call it, um, and. Uh, you know, and and if we had been more interested and paid more attention to even the little laws and legislatures and all those things that that get passed along the way, those things are what led to this kind of like this snowball effect of where we're at politically right now. And I think most everybody can agree that in the U.S. we're in a state of like absolute dumpster fire trash in as far as our politics goes. Um, and us trying to figure this shit out as a country and as uh, humans and people with empathy and hopefully with people with hearts that want to do the right thing and make the right decisions. And for me, it's like, I am just one person, but I know plenty of people that have a story similar to mine about how, like, well, I didn't really care about politics because it's boring. I want to I wanna come and play video games. And it's like, uh, you know, I think that there's too many people cuz even when you look at the the um the demographics of voters there's still a lot of young people that can vote legally that are not voting and you see that every year and it's like you know you don't have to do all the research you don't have to do all the research on the legislatures and all the little laws and things but for the big, big, big ones that matter, it's important to at least like align with people in your life and feel in your heart what you think is the right thing to do and um, read a lot and learn a lot and talk to a lot of people and listen to a lot of people and then make a decision. But the fact that there's so little, there's still, there's still so many people that can legally vote that didn't vote, even now when pressures and pain and anger and all of the, the stresses are at the biggest boiling point in our lifetime. Um, it's so shocking to see this divide and see all the people that are just like, either they don't give a shit or they don't want to or, the, or you know, whatever that is. So for me, it's like, I, I, I have to get interested at least about the things that I'm hearing experts, people who went to school to make their lives about learning about the intricacies of these laws, of these rules, and then furthermore of the science and all of the things surrounding the pandemic and all of those things, to trust people that are more educated in the realm and have dedicated their lives to learning about these things. I think it's important for us to just listen and read and find something that is affecting you in your life or your friends' lives or large amounts of people's lives and think, would I want that to happen to me? And if the answer is no, then the next step is to do what you can to prevent that. And you have a power. You have the power to vote. You have the power to donate money to certain causes. You have a power to um, uh amplify voices and to join in with your fellow humans out in the streets and and you know, safely, uh, you know, march for and stand up for things that you believe in. Because we a lot of people are hurting. A lot of people are in pain and this sucks and it, it sucks for a lot of fucking people. And we can't just eliminate evil from the world, but we can balance it with at least more good for now. So that we can get back on track and I'm talking specifically about the US and then once again these are my opinions as the host of a show that is half mine and um, you know that I just I just feel like we need to start caring more at least in the areas in which you're like oh I wouldn't want that to happen to me. If, if I can vote against something that will prevent a terrible thing from happening to me and my family, then at the very base core, if you, if you feel that way, you can vote against that. And then you can extend that to people around you and people that you hope live a happy and normal life because why shouldn't they? Um... Anyway, but it's just unavoidable that like on our comedy podcast, we got to jump into this political shit because as as a 38 year old man in Los Angeles in with my eyes open, open eyes, seeing every single seeing all the struggles and pain of my friends and people outside of that and humans in the world. It's like I can't just sit here and be like. Hey man, whatever happens happens. I'll vote for the guy I think will be the best for me and whatever happens happens. It's like I can't. I can't keep I have to I have to be more active. I can't just be like a nerdy guy that's like, "Hey, I got my comedy, I've got my brand." It's just I just feel like I for me personally, I I need to be able to 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 learn from all of these horrors we're all dealing with, grow and then amplify the voices that need to be heard that aren't being heard. Mic drop. Great. Well, <laughs> welcome
1: back to Steve learns about politics.
0: So today my political topic is no, no. Um, but yeah, I'm just, no, I it's just,
1: important to become an adult with a moral stance. And then to do your civic duty to care enough about your country to want to make it better. And there's no use. I mean, bottom line is there's no use in complaining about shit if you're not going to participate in the system. And there's no such thing as like, Oh, I'm not going to vote because it doesn't matter. Uh, that's just, there's a million different ways to convince yourself not to do something Mm -hmm. and to not put the effort into, making something better and then to blame it on something else or whatever. But you got to become an adult at some point and you have to care
0: more about, uh, the place around you. Yeah. And and at least like, at least in the general vicinity, right? Like if you can't be bothered to care outside of your city, your country, your state, then like, you know, you've got worse problems, but But at least think about your community. At least think about the people like in your immediate vicinity. If you live in an apartment complex full of people, just think for a second about what those people are struggling with and if it's similar to your struggles and how your struggles are not unique really. And there are people that go outside of that to help others. And it's like, that's great and those people deserve to be elevated and respected and written about in history books but it's like you can't just sit, <laughs> you can't just sit there and and not think about that and not think about how there's people around you that all feel like they're the center of that of the universe and it's like it's dangerous but it's like you don't want to live like that. You don't want to live a, where you're, where you're just in your bubble and nothing matters. It's just so selfish. It's such a waste of life. It's such a waste of, I don't know. I, I you know, and I can say that, and I know there are probably people that disagree with that and feel like that's not a waste of life. Like, how can you say what a waste of life is? Look what you're doing, and it's like I don't fucking. I've never said what I'm doing is the way to live life. As a matter of fact, I would say I'm not, I am not a role model for how to live life really in a lot of ways. Cause I, 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 I feel like I rely too heavily on luck and the unknown to kind of carry me through life. And it's like not really the safest way to do it. Like you got a plan, you got to figure shit out. And it's just like, for me, I just, it's like, you just have to think about in your heart the way, how do I want to be treated by people like how do i want to be treated do i want to be treated with respect and care that what i am doing with my life is important because i am an important person in my universe then then like extend that to the people around you period just give the same people that respect that you expect from them and then that's that you know that's that it's that easy listen and feel and talk and engage in discussion and be open to new shit and fucking listen to your heart and do what's right. That's it. Right? Uh-huh. All right. Well, let's get out of the goddamn political place, but I had to say something because I it's on my mind, dude. It's on my mind. It's like it's not like I feel like I have to in some ways, I feel like it there is a responsibility from people with a platform to kind of like at least project a message of empathy and love and respect of your fellow earthlings and shit. And I feel like I don't like go beyond that, really. and, you know, in in a in a way that isn't like,
1: whoa, this also guy's like talking to a or... lot of a lot of people who probably by this point, feel in a very similar, Way I mean we talk about how weird and Specific our show is all the time So I, I think you'd be hard Pressed to find anyone who Would Have drastically different Views who listen to the podcast right. So it's kind of like preaching to the Choir type for thing. sure
0: for sure But um, yeah and Exactly and, it, and you're right it is And there is an echo chamber especially in Los Angeles it's like I'm not I'm not super worried about The politics and which way they skew in L.A. as far as the people's vote is concerned, but um, but yeah, I mean, there is there is the thing about an echo chamber, but it's like you know, I I need to get this off my chest. I need to reiterate that this is like, you know, where we're at as as Californians as people in the U.S. Um, awaiting on our fate essentially, and um, you know, it's just like in in the top of our it's at the top of my list of like shit I can't get out of my head right now. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just stuck there and it's and it's eating away at my serotonin. And so I go and I smoke a lot of marijuana to the point where I don't think about the political demon anymore. And then I get a little bit of work done or I play some video games with my friends, which is absolutely therapy in so many ways. And then like... And by the way, if we can shift gears, like I don't, so let's let's be like, this is how I feel. Shit's kind of negative right now, but let's like push it into the positive and stay strong and hopeful, and and remember that there are people that um that care about you, and um you know we're we're in this together. If if you're you know if we're all kind of feeling the same way about it, so um you're not alone, is what I'm trying to say. So and I want to shift it to how last week. Mike and I did a fucking live show, the Dynamic Banter live quarantine show. And that was such a boost of happiness and serotonin and connection and, and love from our audience and from you, Mike, and from Kevin and Nick and Ellie and Owen and everybody else who showed up. And it was just like the the most necessary boost of love and like And and excitement And everything that I needed Before this kind of like Atom bomb of like depression That's kind of happening
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, But yeah let's talk about the fucking live show Because it was so fucking good And I fucking loved it And for people that missed it I'm really sorry But we're gonna do more We're totally gonna do more
1: Yeah For sure It was good and it was fun <laughs>
0: It was uh, it was an experiment first and foremost, but I think even though I my internet disconnected in the middle of it, and then Mike was left alone <laughs> for a bit with the it Technica-
1: kept going. I thought you were like hosting everything, so I didn't know that it was still happening after
0: that. Yeah, I was worried that it was going to end the whole thing. I was like really mm-hmm. freaking out about it because we had like mm-hmm. 500 people in there, but yeah. Um, but I want to shout out to the people who came, and uh, we we went for four fucking hours, Mike.
1: Four and a half 4. 5.
0: Shit. I mean, I guess it's different if you're not like, you're not like. I still got to drive home from this venue, and I still yeah. You're like- <laughs> half the people
1: were in their bed already. There was right. this one girl who was sleeping. <laughs> Basically sleeping
0: during the Q and A. Yeah. And I think there were several people in their bed and there were a lot of people saying that it was too late and they wanted to leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So we had a good amount of that, but it was such a good show, man. Any highlights yeah. for you, Mike?
1: Just being there with everybody. It, it was nice. I'm um, not a, a super big fan of the zoom things but it's one of those things that we uh you know how you have to adapt to just the way that things are different now that you had no control over so you have to like live in the world the way it is now and um we were talking about afterwards how we kind of got the feeling of after like you do an actual live show and i think that was because of the volume of people who were who were there and participating whether we asked them to or not. <laughs> and uh that felt it it felt real and it felt nice. So I enjoyed that very much. Agreed. Can I say something else about everything else?
0: Sure, please.
1: Um there so we're all kind of in our own places for the most part. And I think there's really something to um keeping an eye on what is like too much for you yeah personally and uh like i remember i i was shitting and early this morning i was shitting and i (laughs) opened face facebook and um and i read some things And my thought was like, I remember when Facebook was all about how Mark Zuckerberg could see who his ex-girlfriend was fucking. And that was kind of the, that was the golden age of Facebook. And now it's just a, like a little microphone for everyone (laughs) Yeah. and how we don't necessarily need that. There's a bunch of people who just don't, I mean you say whatever you want to say. Cause we're in the land of the free and the home of we're in the land of the free <laughs> hope and eyes. And, uh, I, I, I closed it and then no, don't play the music. I'm making a point. <laughs> and then I closed it and then I opened it again. And I was like, what am I doing? Why am I on this? I don't need to, I know how I feel and I have a pretty good gauge of like what it is to be, what I think it is to be a good person. So I closed it again and I was like, I don't think I need this. And the point I'm trying to make is during quarantine, if you're alone or with way less people who you were with previously, the idea of too much of anything is kind of Blurred and skewed. But I definitely think we need to check in with ourselves and think about if we're overextending ourselves in certain ways, emotionally or whatever. All the different ways you can overextend yourself. Shout out Inspector Gadget. (laughs) So I just think that there's no one around. Here's another part of being an adult. There's no one around to tell you, that you're doing too much of anything, right? So you have to really be quiet every once in a while and check in with how you feel, because after everything, you're still going to have your life and you're still going to have to live with yourself. So you got to make yourself good. And that's what I'll, that's what I'll say.
0: I really hope that like, first of all, very well said, my friend, I'm going to (laughs) come I really hope someday like we look at things like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram as like cuz you know we already know that whenever you look at Facebook or Twitter or Instagram most people are are like they're all about how they how well they're doing and what a happy time they're having and like the you know whatever like it's it's all about showing your best the best version of yourself in these social media places but we all know that like that's fake and we all know that like you're just showing us what you choose to show us and the real stuff is for you and that's fine but I think I want to see a future where like we look back on social media or we just look at social media as exactly what you said A, a microphone for every single fucking person on the planet a free microphone but it's like, whatever they're saying is probably bullshit. And whatever they're showing you is also probably bullshit. But So, like, we shouldn't take that as the truth of any of these people.
1: Dude, I'm saying, like, I mean, people share their truths. I'm not here to be like, what you're saying isn't your your truth and what you're saying is bullshit. The internet has no, has a tendency to have no nuance. You're either a good person or a bad person. And that's not what real life is. Real life isn't Twitter, real life is not like Twitter. That's like saying, you know, same thing with like, you have to go out and experience life. And I know we can't right now because of what everything is, but you can't like live in the Northeast your entire life and never go to fucking like Wyoming and then pretend you know everything about Wyoming and the people there and why they are the way they are. And the opposite way. Right. And uh, I'm just saying people are always going to do whatever the fuck they want on the internet yes. for you. Yes. You have to decide whether it's too much for you. Right. And you have to be the one to slap your own hand and think, be like, I, yeah, you know, cause people, people gonna people.
0: I think we're on you the same I mean? page. I think we're saying the same thing. Cause what I'm hope I'm not, I'm not just saying that like everything on the internet is bullshit. I'm saying that like, I hope someday we can look at it and be like, well, whatever you're doing on the Internet is whatever you're doing on the Internet. It's not it's maybe not your truth. The truth. Your truth is, is when you make a real connection with somebody and they're in your in front of you and you can get to know that person. Then you'll find that, like, you know, they're not just Twitter and they're not just Facebook and shit. And I think there's too many people that, like, look at Twitter and think, like you said, that that's the world's opinion. Like, there's no way it is. It's not even it's like a fraction of a percentage of the world's opinion. And then even then, it's less of someone's opinion um, but you know, but we fill our timelines with people who are, who, who we feel like are our world and we make our little world and social media of people we want to see and talk to. But yeah, I just want to, I want, I would hope that in the future people will realize that the world is bigger than social media. The world is bigger than all of this shit. And uh, it's important that we that that is a known thing. And then we can look at social media as like kind of a jokey, like open mic stage that like also spreads good information and shit. But it's like, don't leave that as the end all of information and comedy and shit and look to the outside where the world is open to so many new and better experiences than just this place where everybody has a fucking microphone, including us, you know?
1: Was- yeah, don't listen to the podcast, especially
0: Like listen Fuck. to the You ever
1: jerk off in the woods, Steve?
0: It's like listen You ever make
1: that kind of connection with nature?
0: I've never jerked off in the woods, no.
1: You got to jerk I would jerk off in the woods or field. You got to make sure no one's around. I've had obviously. sex in the woods. You got to make sure it's your own field.
0: Does that count or does it need to be me?
1: No, you got to be by yourself. Gotta be by you got to make that unless you're having sex with a tree or dendrophiliac, I think. Is what they call that. Is it
0: legal to jerk off in the woods?
1: If it's your woods? That's why you buy land, Steve, so you can jerk <laughs> off on all the parts of it. I, if, you
0: secret- house, <laughs> yeah. if you had a house if you had
1: a house, you telling me you wouldn't jerk off in the room in the house?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would
1: I've, do it on moving day.
0: Have you jerked off everywhere in your house?
1: i'm not like in the closet. Yeah. I don't know if I've jerked off in this room. I should call Zoya. She with me. <laughs> Give me a second. We can cut this part out if you want. My friend Jamie got me an ultimate warrior t-shirt for my birthday. I like to say thank you Jamie.
0: Let's see it. Why aren't you wearing it?
1: My friend Justine made me coasters with um and those were very nice as well. I ate 14 Reese's peanut butter cups. God damn it. All right. Well, she's not. I don't think I've jerked off in here. (laughs) But there's a couch in here now. So, you know, everything could be different.
0: Let's play the new game that's sweeping the nation. Have I jerked off in here?
1: (laughs) Okay, Steve. Welcome back. We got Steve from Southern California. Steve, we're in a bus stop. Sure. Have you jerked off in here? no okay steve thank you so much and join us next like you don't win anything (laughs) right (laughs) you're just asking somebody you bring them to a random place and you're like did you hear or no
0: (laughs) is that something you can do or is that not okay to ask people if they? yeah that's not okay why would
1: that not be okay
0: i don't well because like i was thinking imagine walking up to because you'd have to walk up like you'd have to pick random people right yeah, but just... you would
1: get them to sign some kind of like consent form afterwards.
0: But it's like, imagine walking up Release. to like a woman and being like, you're jerked off here. It's like- Yeah.
1: Well, you could also not do that. <laughs> exactly. You could choose well, to not do Well, that's why I was thinking,
0: it. is that illegal or is it just not okay?
1: I suppose maybe there would have to be a volunteer if you wanted to right. sign up.
0: Let's play the new game show. Is it illegal or is it just not okay? Is this illegal to ask you or no? <laughs> I'm gonna ask you three questions and you're gonna tell me if it's illegal to ask you or if it's just not okay to ask We're
1: joined you. here by a police officer. <laughs> you decide if he takes me away or if it's not okay. We've got a
0: police officer and a lawyer here. The lawyer will tell us if it's legally okay for me to ask you. The police officer will arrest me if it isn't. Here we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you jerked off in this bus stop or not?
0: <laughs> what color is the tip of your genitals
1: i mean that's getting into it. i think if you've jerked off have you jerked off in the bus stop is more like something that the public should know anyway you know that's not a personal <laughs> thing that's it's not just, a bus stop
0: if they say yes we, go, we got him we got him well and the yeah. show is called catching predators <laughs> yeah <laughs> we catch predators- to catching
1: how to catching predators?
0: Catching predators under the disguise of a fun game show. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, moving on. Uh, what time are we at? Ooh, we got to do some ads. Let's do some ads, and then we'll jump into the subreddit or something, or will you just jump right into some history roads? Let's say you had to walk to the bus stop every day with your family to get them across town
1: for okay. the to school. Okay. You wouldn't want to know. If someone had jerked off in that, but that's not public square knowledge.
0: <laughs> I think to me, it's like, I can, I'm go because of human nature. I'm just going to assume that pe- someone has jerked off everywhere, including hmm. like Mount Everest, like the bus stop, the bathroom at Arby's. Wouldn't your dick just freeze off if you jerked off on top of Mount Everest? I mean, someone's, I bet someone was That like, has to
1: be a Googleable.
0: Someone made their mission. I'm going to jerk off on Mount Everest. They didn't tell anybody. It's not publicized, but they did it in like a a a like a, like a temperature controlled tent or something. You
1: think Buzz Cauldron jerked off on the moon?
0: <laughs> Wouldn't you? You can't no, jerk I off would on not. the moon. You I can't. would not
1: jerk off on the moon. I'd be too like, whoa.
0: I think I'm on the moon. I think you physically can't jerk off on the moon unless you're in a craft. So if you jerked off in the space shuttle or if you jerked off in the craft,
1: are you talking about just like rubbing your dick inside the, in the suit, inside, in the suit? <laughs> over
0: the suit. <laughs> so I'm saying like, you can't be on the moon, not in some I kind of aircraft and jerk off.
1: Dude, this is what we should be using the internet for. Okay?
0: This is what I'm what are you talking about? This is what I use the internet for.
1: There's a Reddit post (laughs) from four years ago. Would it be possible to jerk off at the peak of Mount Everest?
0: And I'm look I'm Googling, can you jerk off on the moon?
1: Here's the most updated, upvoted thing with six votes. You want to jack off your climbing partner at Mount Everest? Well, temperatures at the peak go from negative mean Celsius to negative negative six Celsius. Wait, wait, wait. What
0: was the first I, number? Negative what? Ninety. Ninety. Got it.
1: <laughs> I wonder, I would wonder what would snap off first, your friend's penis or your fingers? I'm so smart, man.
0: Yeah, oh, but like, but, but you're, so you're telling me no one's jerked off on Mount Everest because I, I would- Content, I'm would, saying
1: maybe it wouldn't be possible I'm to jerk off on the top of Mount Everest. It
0: might be possible in inside of a tent with, like, thermal gear and shit.
1: You think somebody essentially made a, bay, a home base, made a base on top of Mount Everest to jerk off?
0: Or had, like, a little tent that, like... Because, I mean... How do you even get to Mount Everest? Because it takes like days or something, doesn't it?
1: Practice, practice, practice. (laughs) Another person said, it'll be difficult to get hard because it's so cold.
0: Oh, shit. So like, again, I think a warm tent, right? Because you can't just, same way you can't jerk off on Mount Everest, you can't jerk off on the moon. But you can jerk off in a craft on the moon and you can jerk off in a warm tent on mount everest. So
1: you're saying take a spaceship to mount everest and, and touch <laughs> your death. Yes exactly. The air is extremely thin at or near the peak. It's nicknamed <laughs> the death zone because of the high risk of uh your penis falling, falling victims <laughs> to lack of oxygen. Climbers can die just by taking too long at the top to bask in the feeling of their own achievement,
0: Whoa. waiting
1: too long to start their descent and not getting back to a lower altitude Whoa. before they succumb. Succumb.
0: So maybe maybe there isn't time to do it unless you have some kind of thing that could keep you warm.
1: You'd have to be hard halfway up. You'd have to be edging. Yeah for
0: <laughs> couldn't you take like a, a a viagra or something
1: yeah but you could take a viagra and not be there you could be at the peak <laughs> and not be near the climax <laughs> <laughs> um, all
0: right let's get to the ads and then we'll get back to this uh we'll get because i google do can ask can you jerk off on the moon and uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure people so do are,
1: the ads, and then we'll the political conversation over from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it.
0: And then we'll talk about jerking off on the moon. Die. All right, here we go. Where's this goddamn music? There we go. All right, guys. Shout out to Honey.
1: Oh hell yeah, Honey.
0: Uh, I was talking to Joe Beretta, of Beratz and Beretta, and that bad kfc commercial
1: joe is the one running for president
0: that's the one with
1: the son with the laptop
0: and i was asking him uh we were talking about something and he said he ordered a thing and honey popped up he forgot that he installed honey on his <laughs> machine and he said honey popped up and gave him a discount that's and, great man. and just like that just like that and that's what honey does when you're shopping for anything online Honey pops up, it's a browser extension you install for free on your web browser. And then Honey pops up before you check out and goes, oh, mm, let me see if there's any coupon codes here, save you some money. And you know that little spot where that you can type in a coupon code before you check out online. And you always like, if you're like me, you feel like, man, I wish I knew that code.
1: Dude, this is if Honey was a person, right? Right. Oh, you wanna buy that? There, Honey is a person at the mall with you. Right. Oh, you wanna buy that? I got something for that.
0: And then they're just going through their <laughs>
1: satchel with all their fingers. Right, right. right. Through mounds of uh, coupons. Right.
0: Like I when got he, <laughs> the guy at CVS that goes, here, scan my keychain CVS thing so you can get your discount. Like he's yeah. that guy. <laughs> basically. Yeah.
1: Oh, you don't have your card? I don't
0: know. Yeah, here, use mine. I'll
1: um, get the points. I'm not supposed to do this. Yeah, that's
0: not okay. <laughs> and they shouldn't let you do that at the store either. I'd report them right away.
1: You're a thief if you do that. Um, <laughs> no,
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> but here's the deal, guys. We're not really shopping in stores because <laughs> online shopping is just safer during a pandemic. So uh, that's where today's sponsor, Honey, comes in. When you're shopping online, it's a free browser extension. It scours the internets for promo codes and then applies the best one available at checkout, just like we said. So you get it on your computer for free in two easy clicks. You just go to joinhoney.com slash banter. And then when you're checking out, One of it's over, oh, and when you're checking out on one of its over 30,000 supported sites, Honey pops up and all you got to do is click apply coupons and that's it. And then you're saving money. How easy is that? I'll tell you. Easy as me saying you click two things and that's it. And You said
1: that pretty easily.
0: Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings, guys. Two billion. You ever heard that number? Never once. That's a lot of people. And Honey supports all kinds of retailers from tech and gaming <laughs> to fashion brands, even food delivery. And it's the simplest thing you can do, guys. And it's free. And it works with whatever browser you use. So you, go, uh, you can get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash banter. That's joinhoney.com slash banter. And it helps the show out, of course. So please check them out and see what you think, huh? Thank you, honey. Mike, I'm really excited about this one. I'm really excited. I'm really excited about this one. Magic spoon, dude.
1: Oh man. Finally, the day is here where we get to talk about magic spoon. Are you ready? Let me tell you about things that have brought me supreme joy by coming into my life in the midst of a pandemic. And no, I'm not talking about a vaccine. I'm talking about Magic Spoon, which is cereal that's not terrible for you, like the sugary cereals of the past that we used to enjoy in our childhood. And that I'm not going to say any of the brand names (laughs) to, because I don't know how that works legally. But I will say that if you miss the nostalgia of waking up and eating cereal and maybe checking cartoons on the internet on a Saturday morning, you're going to want to get into Magic Spoon so oared. And, uh, these, the, I think there's, you have the facts in front of you, but I, there's no like sugar in the cereal. It's gluten-free and it tastes exactly like you remember, um, all your favorite cereals from childhood tasting. And it's amazing.
0: Yeah. It's just guilt-free cereal basically. And it, and that tastes like the cereal you remember growing up as a kid. And for me, like I have a very similar feeling about it, Mike, it's like. Man, when I go to the grocery store, I want all of the sugary cereals, man. I they miss it. They make the aisle look so good and colorful. Colorful, and there's cartoon characters, and they're smiling at you, and they're laughing, and they're laughing with you, not at you. And for me, it's like when I when I was growing up, cereal was a meal to me. Like I would come home, I would wake up in the morning, have a big old bowl of like whatever. Then I'd go to school, then I'd come back from school, have a big old bowl of whatever. Then I'd have yeah. like my dinner later. Then at like midnight i'd have a big old bowl or whatever and i would mm. eat cereal a lot like i'm a like i love me some cereal man i'm a kid Sounds of the like 80s. you're a
1: cereal cereal eater cereal junkie <laughs> i'm a cereal cereal
0: junkie eater and i'll tell you in the 80s we had nothing but cereal commercials so it really branded into my brain so magic spoon is essentially and i can't do it i can't eat those things now like I can't it's too much sugar it's not for me it's it's not it's not okay it's not good for you so like magic spoon gives you the gives you like the it, it gives you back the sug- the sugary tasting cereals of your childhood with zero sugar and it's just magic it's a magic spoon the end the end <laughs>
1: We don't um, give them any information on nope, how to get it. it. It's just called Magic Smooth. Google it. Man, we love this
0: stuff. <laughs> There's four flavors. <laughs> they sent us all of them. I've tried them all. They're so good. There's cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. And they're also keto-friendly if you're on that keto diet it Dial-it. If you're a to dial-it, dial-it And it's gluten-free, like Mike said, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free for those of you that are looking into those types of things and it's soy free but
1: it's also soy good it's
0: soy good <laughs> but i'll tell you mike what was your favorite flavor i like i like frosted and blueberry
1: so i haven't tried the blueberry yet but the first one i tried was the uh what's the one that's like cocoa a, all fruity. fruity fruity yeah, fruity and uh, that was instantly like, oh my God, this tastes just like childhood. And uh, so my favorite one was the fruity. I'm really excited to try the uh, Blue Bell Vito.
0: Um And they're absolutely snackable out of the box too because that's a big thing Absolutely for me. snackable. Absolutely. Dude, she, that, that boy is snackable. I'll tell you. Because, uh, you know, cereals are meant to have milk in them and eat them in a bowl. But for me, the cereal junkie, I like to reach into a box and snack on it like it's a little snack while you're watching your TV or whatever. And we're not sitting here and
1: telling you how to eat cereal. We're not but telling you. Get you.
0: It. We're not telling you. We're not telling you milk first, cereal next, cereal first, milk next. We're not telling you any of that. We're just saying it tastes good with and without milk. That's also very important to me as a cereal boy. So we should just stop gushing about it and tell you guys where to go. You go to Magic Spoon dot com slash banter to grab a variety pack and try it today and be sure to use our promo code banter at checkout to get free shipping and magic spoon is so confident in their product you guys ready for this yes it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee so if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money no questions asked Wow. wow That's magicspoon.com slash banter. Use the code banter for free shipping. And we want to thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Last but not least, Mike. A yes. new, a, another new sponsor. Two new sponsors. Tushy. Oh, nice. We got some Tushy here, Mike.
1: Dude, you are a big bidet fan. Are you not? Oh, yes. Big bidet boy. And you, even before I got into it, My, I heard you talk about it, but my brother-in-law turned me on to him. And for those of you, I know for a fact, I'll put this on you, that there are guys out there and maybe girls out there who have an apprehension about squirting water near your butthole. And I'm saying your thank you (laughs) for your impeccable timing and your Cunning linguistics.
0: <laughs> Cunning linguist.
1: I just want to say that... What the what was I talking about? I just want to say are that weird. you're walking around less clean yeah. than you could possibly be. I started using a bidet and it changed my whole life as far as cleanliness goes. Yeah. And it's like a shower specifically for your butt. Yes. And I said it on... Um, we me and zoya were talking about it and i was like a bidet is like a best friend specifically designed for your butthole you know how sonic the hedgehog had tails yeah tushy and bidets are like tails for your if your butthole is sonic the hedgehog right They they should always be together right they're better together they do more they fly higher
0: yes I agree, Mike. I think that's a great analogy. I think it I think it really sums up bidet's perfectly. If you know who Sonic the Hedgehog is and Tails, then you this analogy should make perfect sense to you.
1: Basically, the movie, Sonic
0: the Hedgehog. here's my thing about it. Toilet technology is like when was the last time you, you felt like your toilet was like a futuristic thing? Like we're living in the year 2020. Our toilets are exactly the same as they were when we were children.
1: We were supposed to have floating toilets
0: by this. We were supposed to have flying, floating toilets, and we don't have them. But in other parts of the world, they've been enjoying the future of toilets. And laughing at us because we're using toilet paper to wipe ourselves down and the one thing I've never I'll never get over and it's my favorite way to kind of like convince people that bidets are the way to go Um, so I think I was watching this thing with Conan O'Brien and he had like his one of his producers on and he's a huge bidet guy and he was like if you got if you got poop on your hand would you be satisfied with taking paper <laughs> and wiping that off of your hand with just paper and then throwing the paper away? And then like, no, that's not
1: the thinnest paper the or thinnest... would you rather have water to get the poop off of your hand? Right.
0: Which makes way right. more sense. Like what's what's essentially happening is you're wiping yourself down with paper and then you're calling it a day. And it's like with a bidet, you're using water just like mike said and it's the it's just i don't know man it just feels like we're living in 2020 we should have 2020 toilet technology and that's exactly what this is mm-hmm. um f- uh and here's the thing bidets were always expensive as hell cuz it required like people to come install them and it's like a whole new thing but now with tushy it's so easy. It's an attachment that goes onto your toilet and it's just easy to install. It's precise. It helps you clean your butt for $79. It's a steal. $79. You save money on toilet paper. Dude,
1: there's also like environmental and health things. Like, you have no idea how much toilet tissue I used oh, to use yeah. on my Italian. Yeah, <laughs> you're Italian oi. Italian oi. <laughs> and, you know, you're just flushing this paper and you're you're clogging the toilet, humble brag. And <laughs> it causes, did you know that wiping too hard causes hemorrhoids? Oh, yeah. And these are all things that are like, be better for the environment, be better to your, everyone's always talking about self-care. Right. There is nothing more self-care than a bidet.
0: Right. It's just- Live it. It just makes sense, you guys. And here's the deal. It attaches to your existing toilet, and it doesn't require electricity or additional plumbing because toilet paper and it cuts toilet paper use by 80%. 80%, guys. Think about that. So the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months. That's one of their models, the Hello Tushy. Because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe at all. Even the best two-ply just can't cut it when it comes to a hands-free poo-poo experience. So why don't you ditch the paper products and uncomfortable chafing and all the grossness that comes with attacking your butt with a piece of paper and switch to the soothing, cleansing stream of water from a Hello Tushy bidet attachment. You guys know I'm a big fan of bidets. This is the one, guys, this is it. This is time, it's your time. Seize the bidet. (laughs) And every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60 day risk-free guarantee. And a 12-month warranty if anything happens. So why don't you join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. So go to hellotushy.com slash banter. That's hellotushy.com slash banter to get 10% off. This is a special offer for our listeners so just go to hellotushycom banter, get your ten percent off, and then thank us. Send us a send us a history road email, and thank us because I know you'll want to, because your life will change for the better, I assure you. And if not, you get you get your money back. All right? How about that for sixty days? No. All well, right. Thank you, yeah. Tushy. Thank you, Mike. You got it. <laughs> No. Uh, uh, uh. You put
1: the milk in the toilet first Or the cereal <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me Dude you right. know another reason I like this is aside from the Ad read but it's related To it okay. you know why else I like Tushy because well, they wouldn't have us Do a make good after <laughs> using Specific sound effects <laughs> <laughs> why? Um, that's why like them, dude dude we got on a this you're not supposed to talk about this stuff either but i got on a call with the tushy people uh-huh. and they were like yeah dude whatever you want with the ads that's what that's our thing we're fun we know that you guys are fun and your audience <laughs> yeah, likes you do whatever you want dude.
0: yeah yeah well you and know those
1: are those are people that get it and yeah i don't know man there's people I'm, that get i'm it. such a big like You know, sometimes you get ads and you're like, okay, this is, this is what pays the bills this week. And then we started like seeking out our own things for the most part and magic spoon and the tushy thing, even honey, man, all good. Like they're all things that'll help your life, but whatever. You said something interesting in the middle of that. Do you have a strong preference for what goes in the bowl first cereal or milk?
0: Um. I mean, yeah, I do have a strong preference. I think it's absolute madness to put milk in first.
1: Yeah, me too. I
0: think those people should be should be watched carefully. Hmm. People who do that. Yeah, they should be observed. Make sure that they're not hurting animals or anything.
1: You think that? <laughs> you think that there's a correlation?
0: There, I mean, there could be because it seems like in t- extreme insanity. Like, so what, what we're, are you
1: thinking? We're on the same page with that. I can't understand milk. I don't know why you would want to do that.
0: There's, I just don't understand the benefits at all.
1: A lot of people say, like, it keeps the cereal crispy. And I'm like, just don't invite milk to the party then, <laughs> or have a glass of milk while you're elbow deep in a cereal. Or box. you
0: could put a little bit of milk, like, you coat the top layer of the cereal with a little bit of milk.
1: Yeah. You just don't use a ton of milk. It's cereal. It's not soup. Right? It's not <laughs> breakfast soup. I mean, it could be breakfast soup. It's not though. It's cereal and milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you eat it with a spoon. Doesn't mean like ice cream's not
0: soup. You've never had a a, a beef stew where you're like, damn, this is more like cereal than soup.
1: No, <laughs> never once.
0: There's so much. But, there's so much less broth in here. I feel like I'm eating lunch cereal.
1: What am I eating? A
0: drippy sandwich, (laughs) hold the bread. (laughs) This salad dressing is really wet on this. Can I ask you something else? Here's
1: another human nature thing that I have a very strong opinion about and it's tied to the way I see people and friends in general. Sure. If, how do you feel about if you're in a casual conversation with someone, maybe you went out to coffee to reconnect with an old friend and they have a booger in their Oh notes, yeah. A yeah. visible booger. Yeah. What do you do?
0: I mean, I guess I'm the kind of, and I think this might say a lot about the, the type of person you are. When Just you, please be honest. When you answer this, I'm being honest. I, I, it depends on who it is. If it's someone I know really well, I'll mm-hmm. be like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta, if it's someone I don't know, well, I don't know how they'll react to that. And so I just let it be.
1: But someone you don't know well, but you're at you're at coffee with them. Yes. Like you need to sit down and have a long conversation with them. You sit down. You know you're going to be here for like an hour at least. And they have a booger.
0: <sighs> yeah. I mean, I think – You
1: would just let them sit there with a booger. That probably moves while they're talking or laughing. It's
0: funny because for me, it's like I would want someone to tell me. Yeah. But it's also like it could be uncomfortable. Do on
1: to others. That's a a do on to others. (laughs) You spent the first 45 minutes of this show talking about how you want to be treated like... You want to treat others like you would want to be treated.
0: Yeah. But that's not like. You gotta tell them. But that's not empathy. You have to. That's not empathy. That's just like a courtesy.
1: (laughs) Absolutely empathy. No, no, no. If you would want. Why do you say no? That's absolutely an empathetic thing to do, to be like, I wouldn't want to get in my car after I have this great interaction with someone and look at my rear view mirror and see a booger and be like, why the I, fuck? I disagree that
0: because that. not saying it doesn't make it you a bad person and then not I didn't ha- say that. And well, th- but that's empathy. Empathy is like feeling the emotions of that person and, and relating the emotions in yourself. So it's yes. like for me, that's it's exactly like, what I'm talking about. But for me, it's like sure, I'd want someone to tell me, but would it ruin my day and make me feel bad? No. Like if I if I went into the mirror and went like, oh fuck, I have a booger. Why didn't they tell me? That doesn't make me feel bad. It just makes me go like, oh, they didn't tell me. Eh, it's gone. So it's like, but if you're if you're looking at that person, and you're like, if
1: I went, if I had a public interaction, and didn't know that I had a booger on my face. That would make me feel bad. You would be embarrassed by having a booger on your face in public. True or false?
0: I guess for me it would be like I I don't want it in there, but it's like everybody gets boogers, so who gives a fuck? Like
1: would it you be embarrassed? No, it doesn't. If make, you had a booger on your face in public,
0: no, because I'm the kind of guy you that would,
1: would never be embarrassed.
0: No, because I'm the kind of guy that would put a fake one in my nose and go around with that. I it, I used to I had this like thing that could hang out of your nose and look like a fake booger. I just don't uh, have that. I don't have the embarrassment of that. Like it's funny I don't, because I don't it's an like embarrassing it. thing. Well, I don't like it, but I like I. It, but it's like it doesn't make you like gross or bad if you have a booger in your nose. It's no just thing. it's just like I can understand why it would be embarrassing for sure. And mm-hmm. I, and it certainly can be, especially if you're like on a date or something. Here's got I'll this make it about gross. me.
1: I would be embarrassed if I had a public interaction where there was a booger on my face. If I ordered coffee and I took down my mask and I just had yeah, yeah. a schalactite or mite. I don't well, know. That's which the one other thing. The size the of ceiling. it
0: matters. I think the size of it matters.
1: I think if it's visible, the size is irrelevant. I'm saying that that would be an embarrassing situation for me. So I would look at somebody else with a booger and be like, I don't want them to have, that kind of embarrassing situation. Yeah. So I would tell them, and for you to say that's not an empathetic gesture is incorrect.
0: Well, I I'm saying that's
1: the definition of what empathy. is.
0: But I think it depends on the booger for me. Like if if there's a <laughs> waiter that comes over to me and they're like they pull their mask down for something. First of all, I'm gonna be like I'm out of fired. Here. Don't take fired your mask from the down. restaurant. But if if I went to like if okay, so let me make it a different thing because it's a stranger. So let's say so let's say it's you, okay? So you come over and you've got, you take your mask down to smoke something or whatever and you're still six feet away from me, it's safe. And you've got this big, Jesus Christ. You've got this big, <laughs> giant fucking snot thing in your mustache from your uh-huh. nose to your stash. That's an instant, oh dude, you got like the biggest booger in your life. That's but if, nice. But if there's like a little- dude in there that's just kind of like not bothering anybody then that's like I'm not gonna say shit
1: okay I suppose that that's a personal preference yeah
0: yeah I think I would be if I went
1: to back to my house after I smoked something six feet away from you and I saw a booger dangling out of my nose, even if it was just a little bit, I'd be like, how fucking long was that there? That couldn't have been there when <laughs> I was at Steve's house because he's a friend of mine and he would tell me
0: <laughs> that I had a booger yeah. hanging out of my nose. Yeah. For me, it really just depends on if it's like, if it, if it's bothering me,
1: if it's <laughs> Dude, just- What if you went to, if you had a general meeting on the, on the Warner brothers lot, <laughs> Okay. And, and, and dude just had fucking, it was like down to his chin. And, and every time like, he laughs. laughs. Like a Squidworth face. Yeah, yeah. Not Squidworth. What's his name? Uh, from Zoidberg.
0: Zoidberg. <laughs> I mean, I'd say something. I'd say That's something, so but knowing funny. my luck and how I deep down feel about it, I'd be like, oh, dude, you've got, like, a hanger, and he'd be like, oh, man, oh, man, that's sucks. Oh, man, we'll never give you a <laughs> god. And then he wipes ever. it off, and then he goes, oh, wow, okay, well, mood killer. All right, well, anyway, meeting's <laughs> over. Anyway, so I'll see you later. Like, knowing my luck, I'd be like, fuck, I shouldn't have said something. Um, All right, let's do some history road, let's do, like, two history roads, and then we'll get the hell out of here. How does that sound? Michael. Okay, what day is it? 900. Day nine hundred <laughs> Captain's uh,
1: law. <laughs> uh. well? nice. yeah. <laughs> you're right.
0: Um, yeah, this is the
1: history road part, and I wanted to ask you a very serious question about us. Okay. You know the office in our house, yeah. in our apartment? Uh-huh. Have I ever yeah. jerked off in the office?
0: Have you ever jerked off at the office or in, in the office? In the
1: office. Not at like not like shooting towards the office. In the I office. I mean, not not when I've been there. Hmm. I suppose we only know what we know, huh? right okay i love you i love you too have a good day stay safe (laughs) all right you too bye we're in it together okay so that settles that
0: we have any history roads we do breanne anderson sends in a lee your name is
1: breanne anderson breanne
0: anderson
1: she sounds like an old motor. Brian. Brian Anderson. Damn, that
0: is that is interesting. What, what How much your, does your family love the fuck out of your last name? What were your parents thinking? Is my question. Brian.
1: You were born on the back of a dirt bike, Brienneon. <laughs> <Princess.
0: laughs> How do we name our kids something that they'll definitely be made fun of at some point about in their lives?
1: Brienne Yin Yanderson Jr. <laughs> is, I think, a pretty surefire way.
0: <laughs> Brianna, Banna, <laughs> banana banana. Okay. Hi, BB Horny Hawk Boys. It's your summer born girl, Brienne. <laughs> just, <Y-Y-Y-D- laughs> just had a quick history road for you today. This year has been not so good i struggled as i'm sure a lot of us did with my mental health a lot and went through a few months of denying myself things that i loved and found joy in because i didn't feel super deserving of it very relatable i hadn't listened. what does that sound do you hear that i hear nothing
1: i hear static so much really
0: in your headset
1: yes Whatever, I guess if you don't hear it, it's not so
0: bad. I don't hear it. But. I hope it's not in the recording. We'll check it as soon as we're done. Um, I hadn't listened to Dynamic Banter or The Valley Folk since around May. Well, several doctor's appointments and medication changes later, I'm happy to say that I have, in the past few weeks, gotten caught up and legitimately peed my pants at mm-hmm. a Dynamic Banter episode the other day. Oh, I wish you'd said what it was. Thanks for all that you guys do. I'm so happy to be back and getting to experience the strangest, most wonderful nonsense again. Steve, please pass my love to Joe and Elliot as well. If you think about it. I'll forget. I'm sorry. All of the love and support and thanks and horn honks <laughs> from Brienne. <laughs> uh, Buckshot... <Thank> <laughs> Buckshot Legend <laughs> sends us an email. What the fuck is that? I used to play Buckshot yeah, Legend in the arcade. <laughs> with, the, with the gun? <laughs>
1: yeah. And you hit it up against the screen?
0: Right. Hello, you beautiful two horn boy toys. <laughs> Last week you said something along the lines of Y'all want to thank anyone who's spent money on Fork Knife and made it good. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I've spent too much and I'm glad you are having fun. Your loyal listener, George. P.S. I want to get gift Mike the skin that looks like him. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And you put his phone number in there, but you know, we don't have time for that shit. All right. One last one from Callie Payne. Spooked thank by you very much for wanting to I just want to say thank you for that yeah, last. <laughs> indeed. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you for all the emails every time. Callie Payne says, Hi, Mike and Steve. Hope you BB boys are doing well and staying safe. Here's a little history road for y'all. My name is Callie. I'm from a little town in Texas where everyone's humor is 2012 Facebook memes. Yikes. <laughs>
1: anyway, I want nightmare.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway, I wanted to share a little story about listening to the pod and nearly crashing my car, which is a story I'm sure y'all have heard many times. I don't want to do the podcast anymore.
1: <laughs> I think we put people in danger.
0: Today on the way to school, I was listening to one of the new episodes and got spooked by one of the fart noises Steve played <laughs> and <laughs> nearly crashed my car. What the fuck? <laughs> I was it was on-
1: probably the one that sounds like ripping a manila folder. In
0: <laughs> I was on the highway with several lanes of cars next to me and driving next to one of those concrete walls they put up while the road is under construction. Anyway, all that to say, I was in a very high risk situation to be swerving my car. Don't worry, though. I recovered and all is well. However, I will no longer be listening to the pod on my way to school. That's safe. That's Great. someone being safe. You're
1: going to forget to listen to it. Then we're going to get an email from you in five years. Like, <laughs> I haven't listened to you in five years. And well, we drove you away. And that's our fault.
0: And we love you. And we love you for that. Um, uh, love you, Mike and Steve. I've been listening to the pod since the very beginning, and I'm internally grateful for all the laughs over the years. and for being... Internally or eternally? Eternally. <laughs> I'm sure that also means internally. I'm not outwardly grateful. <laughs> it's a double meaning. <laughs> I'll never be outwardly grateful. I'll never buy anything from your sponsors. Um, I'll never email the show (laughs) grateful for all the laughs over the years and for basically creating my sense of humor. I've literally grown up watching y'all nearly seven years of my life. I've spent laughing with you guys, mostly Steve, but Mike was there for most of it thank eat you a
1: dick whoever your name is i don't even
0: remember your fucking name <laughs> the last email mike was like i just want to thank you for that email
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's my that's my
0: thank you quota for the day thank- i met it 10 minutes ago. <laughs> mike can thank one email per episode thank you for keeping me cheerful in this crazy world we're living in right now best wishes Callie. all right eat a dick Callie. all right well guys thank you <laughs> Thank you so Kelly, much, sincerely. From me to you. <laughs> <laughs> Remember
1: when me and Steve did this podcast and Callie was here too for a second?
0: <laughs>
1: <day>. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. I hope that this brought you a little bit of joy today. It brought us joy, it brings us joy having fun with you guys. Thank you again for everyone who came to the live show. It worked, so we're going to be doing more so everyone can get to experience it. And, uh, That's all I'm, that's all.
0: Callie's going to have to do a make good email. All right. mm. So Callie better get ready
1: and change the locks on my virtual doors.
0: Um, (laughs) all right. Well, listen, thank you for listening to the show. I share Mike's sentiment. Appreciate you all. Thank you for coming to the live show. For those of you that came, um, I've, I jumped into the discords for dynamic banner. So did Mike, right? Are you in those discords? I think so. I don't know if I've said anything yet. Um, I
1: don't. I do. I don't.
0: But uh, I feel like it would be fun to pop in there from time to time. So, um, and this is the first time I've joined the official dynamic banter Discord too. Mike, are you? Have you you joined that one? I don't know. I don't know. Mike's not sure, but we'll look it up. We'll help. We'll put on his reading glasses, and we'll help him figure it out. But no, it's
1: not that kind of
0: situation. It's not like that. Um, but listen. It's different than that. <laughs> listen, guys, it's different than that. Uh, this has been. But, guys, thank you so much. We appreciate you for being listeners of the show and supporting us by getting our sponsor stuffs and leaving us reviews and looking at our YouTube channel. You, we're, we're very blessed, and you guys are a big part of helping us get through this terrible thing, and we're in this together. And uh, everything's going to be all right, as long as we keep making jokes about John Travolta. Please welcome. All right? That was a HeadGum podcast.